Hello. Before we start today's episode, if you would like a condensed version of what I'm talking about in this podcast, go ahead and subscribe to The Perfectionist Guide. You can read the entire thing in three minutes or less. To access this, go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash newsletter. Are you a bit of a perfectionist, type A, hyper performer? Then you know that having the audacity to see an ideal and bring it into reality while breaking generational habits of hustle can be tough, but it doesn't have to be. If you are ready to burn bright instead of burning out, to lead without losing yourself, and to enjoy the life you have worked so hard to create, then keep listening. I'm your host, America's leader on rewiring perfectionism, CLG, and this is Perfectionism Rewired, the podcast. Welcome to Perfectionism Rewired. I was a lot like you when I rewired my own perfectionism. I never felt like what I did was enough. I could always see how it could be better. I've been this way for what felt like all of my life. I remember my kindergarten test with Sister Bobby and how she said, I did great on everything except I needed to work on my cutting skills. And the only thing that stuck with me at at that age, I was five, was that I wasn't good at cutting. I was constantly looking for outside things to validate me, whether it was the, the happy face and the gold stars literally on like the behavior chart in elementary school or being first chair oboe in the wind symphony. I quickly learned if I was the best, I would fly above criticism and judgment from other people because it was like a Stephen King novel you know, in my head. And so I just continued achieving and achieving no matter what the cost. And it costed me my health. It costed me my relationship. I was so rigid. I always had to be in control. I was checking off the boxes of all these wins of like what a successful, accomplished human adult does. But I just kept feeling worse, actually, the more that I achieved. I kept saying, once I achieve this, then I can relax. Once I get a seat on a board of advisors for the city, of Los Angeles Library, which I did, then I can feel proud. I was running over myself. I was avoiding failure like the plague, and that worked until it didn't. Being fueled by pressure and self-loathing and simultaneously judging the shit out of myself felt horrible. I couldn't get rid of my perfectionism no matter how hard I tried. I knew that I was going to pass the self-loathing legacy into the next generation of my family, and I didn't want them to inherit that. There was a big problem, though. There was no step-by-step for me to follow. There was no certain way or paved path in front of me. None of the coaches, doctors, therapists, courses, books helped me solve the things that I needed. It still left me with all of the problems and core issues that I was using my perfectionism for. Now, at this time, I was cutthroat cruel to myself. Like, I have never met anyone that is as mean to me as I am and and have been. My mindset was a dumpster fire. My belief in myself wasn't just in the toilet. It was like a porta potty that had been kicked down the hill. I remember clearly thinking, I don't know what I'm going to do, 
but I know that I'm going to figure this out. I know that I had spent 30 plus years investing in a pathologized version of who I am, and it's gotten me nowhere. This is why labeling your perfectionistic habits as bad, something you must get rid of, that you need to be less of, makes you feel like a victim and helpless. When you are feeling like a victim, you're looking for a tactic to deal with your victim mentality. And you're looking for a tactic that's going to deal with feeling helpless. I don't want you to have a tactic to deal with helplessness. When we take this perfectionism recovery mode, or I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, we slip into the most ineffective way to handle our lives. It is useless. It keeps you from taking charge of your life, and it keeps you in victim mode. It is packed with shame and self-loathing and We don't need to be talked to anymore like we are helpless victims. We need to be talking about how do we become the victors of our perfectionism? How do we become victorious with our perfectionism? I decided to work diligently on unwinding what was driving perfectionist tendencies to shift the focus from this being such a huge weakness to a strength. Instead of leading with contempt, to lead with curiosity, to go from debilitating failure to fiercely picking myself back up when I made mistakes. All of this began with neurosculpting, and it is the only neuroplasticity method designed to play with the fierce intensity of perfectionists. Just like the muscles in our bodies, our brain needs regular exercise and stimulation in order to grow and stay in shape, especially if you are a high achiever. Each neuron, you want to think of it like a city, and there are 10,000 different roads leading in and out of it. However, right now, you're probably only traveling on one or two. What makes neurons so cool is that these are the cells that actually process information. Some neurons play well together in our brain, and they speak the same language. They communicate with each other. But other neurons, they have trouble being in productive conversation with each other or they don't even fire up anymore. So every time you are presented with something that you could use to criticize yourself or to feel that you are not good enough, you are more likely to start looking at what's wrong, how you're a failure, instead of being able to elevate your perspective and to reframe the meaning by getting curious, you lose the ability for curiosity when your neural pathways get rigid. And so when you think about your self-talk, judging, criticizing yourself, replaying old conversations where you think you should have said it differently, feeling resentment because you've given away too much of your time. Like if you are telling yourself you should be doing more, you didn't do this right, you screwed that up. You should have said that. Why did you say it that way? You're so far behind. Who do you think you are? The neural pathways get so strong that those fire up much more quickly than any other connection. It's why we don't even realize we have the choice of self-compassion or to choose reflection over rumination. 
This is why in the Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator, I give you the scaffolding so you to start laying down new neural pathways in your brain that develop into sustainable habits. If you exercise your brain correctly and often enough through neurosculpting, which is what I teach you, intentionally nourish your cognitive flexibility, you become your biggest ally and your perfectionism becomes your biggest asset. And practice is what makes permanent. And permanent is what changes the neural pathways that are currently controlling your life. Spaced repetition does a more effective job of creating those actual changes in the brain rather than doses of infrequent action. This is why one-on-one coaching for like six months is going to actually create more change than you just going to a Tony Robbins event for a weekend. Because doing little bits each day, incrementalism is actually going to lead to the permanent changes. It's what reshapes your brain's default response to mistakes and adversity. I see this happen over and over again, where once you rewire, your life may or may not look the same on the outside, but inside so much has changed. You stop working to curate a pre-programmed experience and you truly allow yourself to be liberated by your perfectionism instead of imprisoned by it. If you want to rewire your perfectionism, diffuse the inner critic to shift out of the rigidity, then I invite you to come and work with me. Go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash services, and you will see all of the different ways that you can work with me. This right now is the Dorothy moment where you see that you have had the power all along. You just had to learn it for yourself. But we're perfectionists and we're pushers. We think that's nice that we've had the power all, all along, but what does that mean? What comes next? What comes next is learning how to enjoy your freedom. If you noticed in this episode, I read you like a menu, then definitely go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com. Check out the Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator. I've done the hard work and taken out the guesswork to give you frameworks backed by neuroscience, proven to work even for the most type A, high-strung, stubborn, control freak perfectionists. In the first 30 days, you'll possess a quiet confidence so secure your self-compassion will go up at least 250%. So if you want to save yourself years of trial and error, go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash accelerator today or just click the link in the show notes to check out the Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator.